It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Welcome to the Protect My Pet Show podcast with your host, Joe Madrano. The Protect My Pet Club weekly podcast provides pet owners with safety tips and training resources to protect their pets. In addition to weekly staffing and training tips, we'll occasionally have guests on the show who are veterinarians, animal trainers, pet groomers, and other pet-related specialists. We do appreciate your support and feedback. If you have any suggestions for topics you'd like us to cover on a future podcast or wish to subscribe to our podcast, please let us know by visiting us at imcpetinsurance.com. Now, on with the show. Hello. I'm Joe Madrano, and I would like to welcome you to our first ever Protect My Pet Club podcast. The show will evolve over time, so I hope you will hang in there with us as we improve. Today, we are going to talk about the top five dog injuries, tips to care for an injured dog, and how to be prepared for dog injuries. Also, if you have a Yorkie or are thinking about getting one, we will have some fun facts for you later in the show. So let's get started. There are so many reasons we love our dogs. We love their boundless energy, innate curiosity, and playful natures, but those same qualities can lead to injuries. So we're going to talk about the top five dog injuries and what they can mean for your dog. The first injury, swallowed objects. Some dogs will try to eat anything, rocks, socks, coins, corn cobs, underwear. It's astounding what a curious dog can gobble up. Dogs also love to chew which can lead to swallowing pieces of whatever they were gnawing on. Swallowing an object isn't always an emergency. Sometimes it passes through the dog without a hitch, but other times it can cause choking or an obstruction in the digestive tract. If your dog is choking, you can try to dislodge the object, but be careful not to injure yourself or your dog. Also, take care not to push the object further down into the throat inadvertently. In some cases, you may need to perform a dog version of the Heimlich maneuver. To do this, keep your dog's head pointed upward or pointed downward, I'm sorry, put your hands on either side of the dog's rib cage and apply pressure to expel the object. Now be ready to take your dog right to the veterinarian afterwards. Once your dog's airway is clear, you may need to do CPR if they have stopped breathing. It's good to know dog CPR so you can be ready to handle this kind of emergency. Knee ligament and tears. Dogs have a cranial cruciate ligament, a CCL, that helps stabilize their knee similar to the ACL in humans. Injuries in this ligament often start as small tears that gradually worsen. Eventually, these tears can rupture and cause pain and lameness. While any dog can suffer from a ligament tear or rupture, some dogs are more prone to this type of injury. They include overweight or obese dogs. Those extra pounds put added pressure on their ligaments and make tears more likely. Weekend warriors. These are dogs who engage in strenuous activity once a week or less. They tend to lack the proper conditioning needed to handle vigorous exercise safely. And older dogs. Ligament tears get worse over time, so the symptoms tend to show up more in senior dogs. Signs of cruciate ligament injury are not always apparent, 
especially in the early stages, but they can include limping and stiffness. You might also notice your dog having difficulty getting up after they've been lying down or experience difficulty when jumping into the car. In addition, they may be less interested in taking walks or playing active games like fetch or chase than normal. If you think your dog has a ligament injury, you should take them to the veterinarian for diagnosis and treatment. There are some non-surgical treatment options depending on the size of the dog and the extent of the injury. However, surgery is often needed to repair the ligament. Physical therapy might also be recommended by your veterinarian to help the injured leg and try to hold off on surgery or as an aid in recovery after surgery. The next injury, bite wounds. Bite wounds are one of the most common injuries for dogs. They can happen during a fight with another dog, cat, or other animal. With dogs, biting is often the last of a progression of aggressive behaviors that can start with growling and snarling. There is usually some sort of warning sign before biting, which can give you the opportunity to diffuse the situation before it leads to injury. If your dog has a bite wound, you can apply gentle but firm pressure to the area to try to stop the bleeding. You should always seek medical attention for bite wounds since they can become infected. There is also a risk of rabies transmission in bite wounds, especially from wildlife or unvaccinated animals. In more severe cases, sutures might be needed to close the wound. Fractured teeth. Dogs can fracture their teeth during a minor incident such as falling down the stairs or in a more serious accident like getting hit by a car. They can also break their teeth by chewing on hard items like rocks, bones, nylon bones, cow hooves, or antlers. Signs of a fractured tooth include difficulty eating, drooling, flinching when that area of the mouth is touched, blood in the saliva, redness or inflammation in or around the mouth, chewing on one side of the mouth only. Keep in mind that you can't always see a fractured tooth since the fracture can be below the gum line. You should take your dog to the veterinarian if you suspect a, a tooth fracture. Left untreated, it means continued pain for your dog and could lead to complications like infection. Treatment will depend on the extent and location of the fracture. In some cases, the tooth might simply need to be filed down so rough edges won't irritate the tongue or soft tissue of your dog's mouth. In more severe situations, extraction of the tooth or other dental procedures could be necessary to resolve the pain the dog is feeling. Lacerations. Dogs are at risk for lacerations, which can vary widely in severity, small cuts or superficial scraps. The fifth type dog injury to be concerned about are lacerations. Dogs are at risk for laceration, which can vary widely in severity. Small cuts or superficial scrapes can happen from accidents like tripping on a cement sidewalk or taking a tumble at the dog park. Larger, deeper lacerations can occur for a number of reasons, such as stepping on broken glass or a sharp object. If your dog has a laceration that is bleeding, apply pressure to the area with a clean cloth or shirt. If the cut is minor, you may be able to treat it at home by carefully cleaning the area, applying a topical antibiotic, and bandaging the wound. If you're not sure how to safely treat the wound or if the laceration is severe, you should consult with your veterinarian. Now let's talk about a few tips for caring for an injured dog. Keep in mind that every situation is different, but these tips can help you handle an injured dog. First off, stay calm. Dogs can pick up on our emotional states. So if you stay calm, it can help the dog stay calm as well. You'll also be able to think more clearly if you are cool and collected. Number two, be careful. 
Even the friendliest of pooches can act aggressively when they are scared, anxious, or in pain. Additionally, they might try to jump out of your arms or react negatively if you touch the injured area. And always ask for help. You could be fine handling the dog safely on your own, but it can be useful to ask a friend to lend you an extra set of hands. If you don't know the dog or have any concerns about approaching them, you should contact a local shelter or animal control agency and seek medical assistance. It can be tough to decide when a dog needs medical attention, but it's always better to err on the side of caution. A veterinarian can properly diagnose and treat the dog's injuries, some of which you may not be able to see and help avoid potential complications. So how do you be prepared for dog injuries? There's no way to protect your dog from ever getting injured, but you can take steps to be prepared for an emergency. For instance, have a pet first aid kit handy. You can buy a ready-made pet first aid kit or make one yourself with essential items like gauze, an ice pack, cotton balls, and tweezers. Learn dog CPR. Yes, dog CPR. Hopefully you'll never need to use this skill, but it can be a lifesaver. Talk with your veterinarian. Ask them when to seek medical care for your dog and for recommendations for handling an emergency. You should also find out where to go if something happens when their practice is closed. In addition, you should consider enrolling in a pet insurance plan if you don't already do so. Complete coverage care with the ASPCA Pet and Health Insurance Plan covers exam fees, diagnostics, treatment, and alternative therapies for all sorts of injuries, including the top five we discussed here. This coverage can help you provide your dog with the best veterinary care possible, with less worry about the cost. Well, I hope you found that information helpful. Now, as you know, this is our first podcast, and we're kind of going shooting by the hip a little bit, and we're going to be adding, uh, trying different things and adding segments um, over time. And one of the things that we wanted to do is add a segment about uh, specific breeds of of dogs and cats um, over the coming weeks. Uh, So today we're going to start with our first breed that we're going to choose. Um, Some interesting facts about Yorkshire Terriers. Yorkshire Terriers, commonly known as Yorkies, are small dogs with big personalities. They're known for their affection, adventurous spirit, and intelligence. But there's a lot to love about these little lap dogs. That's probably why they're America's top toy breed. The terrier breed, Yorkies are part of the terrier group. The terrier group is a large one with dogs of many shapes and sizes. Though their appearance can vary greatly, terrier breeds all have some of the same personality traits, like being energetic and mischievous. Terrier comes from the Latin word terra, which means earth. Terriers earn this name thanks to their love of digging for ground-burrowing creatures, like badgers, foxes, moles, rats, and other rodents. Most terriers were originally bred to dig out and chase away vermin to protect crops, stored foods, and stables. Now, a little about the Yorkie history. Uh, The Yorkie gets its name from the part of England it originated in, Yorkshire. It's believed that the Yorkshire Terrier came from crossbreeding a long line of other terriers, like the Clydesdale Waterside, the Paisley, Skye, Dandy Dinmont, and the Black and Tan. With the Yorkie's success in the show ring, it became the favorite lapdog breed of the British elite. Yorkshire Terriers made their way to the United States in 1872. Some of the attributes Yorkies have, uh, their coat is usually tan and dark, steel blue with a glossy hue. The texture is fine and straight. Show ring Yorkies flaunt floor-length locks, but you can trim a Yorkshire, Yorkie's hair to any length desired. 
So you're probably wondering, how big do Yorkies get? The answer is not very big at all. Making these dogs perfect to pick up and place in your lap for some snuggles. A full-grown Yorkie, male or female, will get to between 8 and 9 inches tall at the shoulder and no more than 7 pounds. Longevity. Yorkies live like other small breeds. They can live for quite a long time. Their average life expectancy is 14 to 16 years. A healthy Yorkie can live even longer. That is why regular checkups are so important. Their temperament. They're bold, curious dogs. They're always up for an adventure and will get their exercise in all on their own, just playing and romping around the house. But short walks on the leash are still encouraged for exercise. Yorkies like to bark, so they're good a good choice if you want a dog that will alert you to possible intruders. However, you can train a Yorkie not to bark if you're looking for a quiet companion. Are Yorkies hypoallergenic? While no pet is truly hyperallergenic, ones that don't shed heavily or have a lower level of protein in their fur may produce fewer allergens and are said to be a better choice for people affected by pet allergies. The allergy-triggering proteins found in dogs and cats' fur are also found in their saliva and skin, so hyperallergenic pets can still cause a reaction for some people. Do Yorkies shed? The answer is no. Yorkies do not shed in the traditional sense of the word, but that's not to say you'll never find stray hairs of your Yorkie around your home. Yorkies' cur their coats grow similarly to the way people's hair grows, in that their hair strands are pushed out by the body when they become old, and then they're replaced with new ones. Each strand of hair can get very long and less trimmed before it falls out during the growth cycle. Grooming a Yorkie's coat requires regular maintenance due to the texture and quick growth. You'll want to brush your Yorkie's coat at least every other day to make sure there are no tangles or debris in it. You can trim your Yorkie's hair short if you'd like, and doing so may also help them see better and prevent eye and facial irritation. Many Yorkie owners use bows or elastic hair bands to pull the hair away from their pup's face for the same purposes. And as fashion statement for the bold breed, Regular bathing is another good way to maintain a Yorkie's coat. Monthly baths are recommended, but you can do it as needed in case your pup decides to roll in the mud. Since frequent bathing can dry the skin, it's always a good idea to ask your veterinarian for a prescription shampoo that won't strip away moisture. You'll want to use conditioner as well on your Yorkie's coat to soften it and bring out its natural luster even more. Be sure to start brushing and bathing your Yorkie from the get-go, especially if you've adopted them at a young age. The earlier they get accustomed and comfortable with it, the better, since coat grooming is an essential part of basic care for Yorkies. You want it to be a pleasant experience for the both of you. While you're cleaning your pup's coat, always check their ears and eyes for possible infection, and take a peek at their pearly whites, too. Small breeds are prone to oral problems due to their size. Sometimes their little mouths can't quite accommodate all those adult teeth. Good dental hygiene is also imperative for Yorkies and any pet, but it's often forgotten in basic care, which is why the majority of dogs and cats show some signs of periodontal disease by their third birthday. You can make oral hygiene part of your at-home care reg regimen for your Yorkie to help them live healthier. Brushing your dog's teeth is easier than you'd think. In addition to brushing your dog's teeth at home, it's recommended to visit the vet for an oral examination and professional cleaning at least once a year. ASPCA Pet Health Insurance offers coverage for dental care and other preventative care procedures. How to Train a Yorkie 
Yorkies are known to be difficult to house train. This is not because of a lower potential to learn to go potty outside, but usually due to improper training methods. For instance, carrying the dog in and out of the house instead of helping them learn to go outside on their own when their bladder says it's time. Yes, the temptation to pick up and carry around this adorable little dog is irresistible, but teaching them to get by on their own, four legs, is more beneficial. In general, Yorkies are receptive to other kinds of training, especially if it will bring them attention and praise, like performing cute tricks. There are some common health issues with Yorkies as well. The top five health issues for Yorkies are an upset stomach, ear infection, cancerous growths, diarrhea, and eye conditions. Yorkies are also known to have higher instances of the following conditions, but for the most part, Yorkies are pretty healthy pups and live long lives. Patellar luxation, a condition common in small and miniature breeds where the kneecap dislocates itself. Progressive retinal atrophy, a name for a group of genetic eye conditions that cause progressive vision loss. Portosystemic shunt, also known as a liver shunt. This is a bypass of the liver by the circulatory system. And finally, hypoglycemia, commonly known as low blood sugar. This occurs when levels of glucose in the bloodstream are below normal. Now, some of those conditions may sound a little scary, but remember, Yorkies are pretty healthy pups and live long lives. That does it for our discussion on Yorkies this week. Next week, we will be discussing another breed of dog, or we even may talk about cats next week, a breed of cat. So who knows? Well, that about wraps it up. I hope you enjoyed the first ever podcast for the Protect My Pet Club. I hope you enjoyed it, and I hope you will give me a chance to get a little better over time. It was my pleasure speaking with you today, and I hope you will be listening on our next podcast. From all of us here at Protect My Pet Club, thank you for listening, and remember, pets are not our whole life, but they do help to make our life whole. Thank you, and until next time. Thank you for joining us today. Our goal is to help you protect your pets. If you'd like a free quote on an affordable pet insurance policy or coverage to protect your home and auto, please visit us at imcpetinsurance.com. Thank you for your support, and we look forward to having you listen to our next podcast. If you have any questions, please call us at 1-800-965-2955 or email us at mypet at imcpetinsurance.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.